Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. And I truly mean that. Welcome, seriously. Whoever you are, wherever you are, this podcast is supposed to be a sanctuary, a safe place that you can come as you are. So, keeping people happy. That was one of my goal, goals for the longest time. And I dare to say, I was pretty good at it. When I was younger, I was absolutely terrified of making anyone mad at me. Apart from my mom and dad, I knew that regardless of what I did, they would never abandon me. Their love was unconditional. I am not sure if you're a people pleaser or a recovering one, but regardless of if you are or if you know someone, this episode is for you. As a recovering people pleaser myself, I have lived a large amount of my life afraid of anger, not my own, but other people's anger. It's uncomfortable to sit in it, and I rather honestly have peace. If that means going an extra mile, I'll gladly do it. But is that a good thing? When I hear about people placing, in the past I would think of making people happy. But for me, that was never my perspective. It was to make them not happy. The problem is that this was tied to my self-worth and my self-esteem to the validation of others. And the thing is, you can never control how others validate you or not. And that's what made this so ridiculously stressful. Because you're trying to control something you can't control, so it keeps you on your toes all the time. When I was younger, this was junior high, a lot of us had our own website. It was called pixo.com. I'm not sure if it exists anymore, but what a lot of the girls would do, and this is myself included, was on this page to mention who your friends were. And I was working so hard to be on people's list. Man, I am so glad that growth is possible. Of course, I will say this was in my teenage years, uh, you know, the time where when we find ourselves. Um, but I think there's something to it still. And I think this really could be an example of why people, people please. A couple of days ago, I shared a reel where I shared on Let's Train Your Brain on Instagram how I've experienced that in church, I've seen a lot of people that are showing people-pleasing tendencies, especially myself included. There are the yes-sayers, always helping and spending both resources, and 
almost more time than they have in church. Being a kind and loving person and volunteering is church. But there is a but here. Are you genuinely giving of your time because you want to? Or are you doing it to be validated? And maybe it's both. Because here is the thing. According to Psychology Today, which is a website with a lot of great content, um, they explain being nice as a form of self-expression, while people-pleasing, on the other hand, is, according to them, a fundamentally dependent behavior and can backfire. So the difference between being kind and people-pleasing more so lies in the motivation. My husband had a good point when he commented on my reel, and he asked, how do you know this? What are your credentials? And my credentials about people-pleasing is that I used to be one, and I am recovering. And my personal motivation related to the definition of these two uh, was for people to like me more often than not, compared to doing something out of the greater good. Honestly. And sometimes it was both. Does this make me a bad person? No, I wouldn't say so. Honest, at least. And, you know, with room for improvement. People-pleasing is a form of dependency, where we do a nice gesture and expect something in return to be validated. I remember a couple of months back, my husband and I were on our way to Glacier National Park. This is in Montana. And we were listening to Brandon Turner. He was one of the former hosts for the Bigger, po uh, the Bigger Pockets podcast, which is a real estate podcast that we love to listen. Uh, he talked about how much nicer it is when people are just being nice and helpful without this perspective of getting something in return, more so a transactional relationship. And as a result of just being genuinely helpful and not asking for anything in return, people are also more likely to respond positively to such behavior and want to return the kindness. I think it is, it's easy to see what we can gain from relationships. And I think being completely altruistic is for sure a good goal to aim at, but I also think it's really hard. And so when we're not being completely, you know, selfless in that sense, I don't want it to, us to put ourselves down, but just more so acknowledge uh, where we're coming from and that it's okay. People pleasing can be looked at as something we do here and there. But when I talk about this in this podcast, I mean it as something unhealthy more and more so a way of living a behavior that some of us have acquired where we put others before ourselves. so what are some typical traits for people pleasers you really struggle to say no and when you do you feel guilty about it if you say no you think people will judge you or rather you're afraid of if people will judge you you say yes to the things you don't really care for just to be nice. 
And this is a, is a common one for me. Saying sorry when it's really not your fault. So an example can be if George and I are walking the streets and someone cuts me off, I tend to say sorry when it was their fault. So silly. This is, as a recovering uh, people pleaser, this is something that I'm working on. Another one is agreeing with people when you don't agree with them just to keep the peace. And it's so silly, but oh my goodness, how many times I've done this. Doing things for people to earn their approval. And this is such a red flag. You deserve to be seen and loved for who you are. If you have to earn the friendship, then really, if you think about it, is that really a friend to you? Honestly, and I'm not kidding here, this is probably why I made it to the popular group in junior high. Maybe you did too. Goodness, the good old days, huh? People pleasers might come off as super nice, generous people. And they are. But the thing is, it drains their battery. And it drained my battery. Is it worth it? I'd say no. What it has taught me, on the other hand, is how important alignment, clear boundaries, and working on our thought patterns are, and especially our limiting belief. My life changed for the better when my eyes were open to a lot of the issues I was struggling with internally, hence why this podcast is a reality today. In the reel that I mentioned earlier, I mentioned how people-pleasing stems from trauma in the past and lack of self-esteem. Of course, people have their own reasons for why they do people-please others, but it usually stems from past experiences, trauma, and low self-esteem. Something, in a sense, that made the belief that this way is the best way. Because that's how our body reacts. We usually do something because we think it's going to benefit us, short-term or long-term. Not always positive behavior, but that's at least how our mind works. So, if you are a people-pleaser, or have people-pleasing tendencies, rather, what can you do? One thing I've learned that worked for me is to start small. And I will give you a couple of tips that has worked for me. Be clear about your boundaries. This is really number one, because if you know where the line is, you can put everything else either within the line or outside the line. Sometimes, of course, there can be a gray area, but then take the time to figure out what's okay for you and not. Also, changing your mind is not a bad thing. It just means that you're aligned with yourself. Life is a journey to figure stuff out and embrace it. Number two. Stand up for yourself. The more you do it, the more confidence you'll gain. It will be uncomfortable, but so is living a life of people-pleasing in the long term. That doesn't mean you have to put all your opinions out there um, or try to make conflict to prove your point, but if people ask, be honest. Of course, all of this requires training. Personally, I still work on all of these. But the more I do, 
the more aligned I feel. And guess what? The more inner peace I have required. I'm not sure where you are in life, but I really hope that this can encourage you to be true to yourself and to be honest to yourself and others about what you need, what's okay, and what's not okay. You are worthy of love, not because you please people, but simply for who you are. The more boundaries you put down, and this is important, the better and healthier relationships you will have, as well as self-respect. Because the people that embrace your boundaries and shows you respect, those are the ones you want to keep long-term. Lastly, remember, one thing is saying that you are a people pleaser, but a good way to train your brain is to say that you are a human with people-pleasing tendencies. And that tells us that we are not our people-pleasing, but it is a habit that we've acquired with time, and it's a habit we can work on to get rid of. You deserve the best. I really, really hope you know that. There's room for you, there are room for your values, your beliefs, and whatever else you need room for. And that is why we train our brain here every single Friday to grow and become who we want to be. Thank you so much for being here today. And feel free to share this episode. And you can reach me on Let's Train Your Brain on Instagram. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you next week.